Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, welcome to the podcast and a big shout out today to all the mamas who are listening, uh, maybe with a baby in the backseat of your car sleeping or maybe you are feeding at the moment and you're listening with one ear and one ear keeping an ear out for your baby sleeping. So yeah, big shout out because today I'm actually going to be talking a little bit about business and babies and how can you thrive in both areas of your life. So I actually haven't talked about this for a while. And I think because, you know, like my kids now, I don't have a baby anymore. You know, like my youngest is a toddler now and pretty soon all my kids will be at school. And I'm the kind of person like as I'm going through something, I'll talk about it and then I just totally forget there's even a thing for other people. So hopefully we still have people listening who are either considering having kids or you're in it at the moment. Now, if you don't have kids, still listen. You might get something out of it. Uh, Like because, to be honest, having kids made me a really good CEO. Not because having kids. It's just because I had to make some decisions about my business. And so you can make those decisions without having kids, without having to go through that. (laughs) You can just make the decision anyway. (laughs) So uh, a question that I get asked all the time actually is like, you know, will having a baby, will it kind of change my ambition or will it change my ability to have a thriving business? And I know that that's not the case, but I had that actually exact fear. So my ambition, I suppose, my freedom has always been incredibly important to me. And Mark and I got married when I was 29 and every special occasion, you know, we'd have champagne and Mark would be like, oh, do you think you'd be ready to have kids soon? And I just thought, "Mm, no, because I, you know, I haven't hit my business goals yet. And so I was really worried and stressed out about what having a baby would do to those business dreams. I thought I would be a different person. I thought I wouldn't have any ambition or creativity anymore. And I didn't think that being a mum was compatible um, with what I wanted to do. So I wanted to have some really real honest talk about this, about how having that making that decision was really great for me, as I said, as a, as a CEO, but also some of the things I did to prepare my business that anyone can do. You don't have to be having kids for it. Okay. So I knew that I didn't want to have a baby early in life. Like that was a really big thing for me. Uh, my mum had me at 17. She was really young. She wasn't able to do a lot of things that she wanted to do. She wasn't able to go to college or, you know, get a well-paid job because she was taking care of us. So even when I was like in my early 30s, there was some part of me that's like, I don't want to be a teen parent, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So I had my first baby at 33. And like when I told people I was pregnant, they were just like, oh, yeah, that's pretty normal. For some reason, I thought they would be like shocked that I'm like, I'm still young. (laughs) Anyway, 
So I spent my whole first pregnancy in this exploration around how can I set up my business for success? How can I still make money even if on the other side of this I'm not going to feel ambitious? I'm not going to be physically, mentally, energetically capable of running a business. So there was a lot of mental stuff there around you know, just challenging my assumptions around what that would be. And I often talk about on on this podcast about curating your social media to to see what you want to believe for yourself. And up until then, I wasn't following any mothers who had um, a, a thriving business because I didn't know of any, right? And so if this is part of your journey, you start searching for people who you aspire to be like or who you think would have the goods and the tips around it. Because if I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, but women become like super, like, I'm going to be honest, I was like, this becomes super frumpy and they're just not ambitious when they have kids and it's not their focus anymore and they lose all their creativity. I had to work through all that stuff. But one of the ways I did that was to find examples of women who were rocking it and who could just talk to me about it, right? And so go and seek out that that you want to see. That's the first thing. And really acknowledge some of those fears that you might have around, I'll never be able to do X, Y, Z again. So for you, it might be, I'll never be able to travel again. You know, for the short term, it will be a little bit harder, but you will. But it's really important to acknowledge some of those fears that come up um, around what you will or won't be able to do. Like, I just didn't think I'd be a real entrepreneur anymore. I'll be like, I'll be one of those mums that gets obsessed with mum stuff and I'll be talking about diarrhea with my friends at the mum park. And you know what? I do, but in between talking about money, I'll be like, hey, did you see this girl? She did this thing on her business. It's great. Oh, watch that. Yeah, my kid just pooed on the ground. Like you'll still be you and you'll make room for those things, okay? But uh, yeah, (laughs) I didn't think I'd – I just thought my whole personality was going to change. And I also thought I wasn't going to be able to make money. And that brought up a lot of stuff for me around being dependent on my partner and being dependent on Mark because financial independence is one of my highest values. Here's the truth though. When I had my first baby, I doubled my business the first two years after her being born because I just got much better at being a business person. And then I had my next baby, I doubled that again. And then third baby... All sorts of other amazing gifts come in. But I had to embrace some key concepts. So this is for you if you're pregnant, if you're thinking about becoming pregnant, if you have kids. Hmm, Here's a key concept that you might not agree with or like to hear. You can't do everything yourself anymore. You can't do everything yourself anymore. You can do anything you want, but you can't necessarily do everything yourself anymore anymore and lots of people kind of go crazy trying they like try to be super parent super mum because they refuse to get any help and I was one of those people do I did everything myself um like for example when I was pregnant I'd said to my assistant I was like oh when you know the baby comes you're gonna have to take over the newsletter and so got to like six months pregnant eight you know eight months pregnant she's like I'm ready to take over that newsletter and I just wasn't willing to give it up not because i not because I even did that great a job at it. And I'm talking about the technical stuff of putting in the image, putting in the text, sending it to the right list and then just hitting send. Like it wasn't rocket science. Like, But for some reason I could not hand it over. 
And she was like, I've done this for lots of other clients. I'm ready to do it. But I was really stubborn and I held on to a few things like that way longer than I should have, which, you know, can create stress for yourself if you're growing a baby or, you know, what happens if your baby comes and, you, you know, you're not well or the baby's not well? You know, like you have to kind of plan for you, it sounds morbid, not being around or like plan for you not having any energy or just not wanting to. Like how nice if you could just have like a, instead of a sabbatical, you have a sabbatical, you know, like really embrace that fourth trimester. I actually didn't because I had little secret projects I was working on, but I didn't have to do that newsletter. Okay. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing. I can't even remember that I did this, but apparently while I was in the hospital, I was doing paperwork. (laughs) I did a speaking application in the hospital because I didn't know how to outsource that. Uh, here's a funny story, actually. I So I was like nine months pregnant and I was supposed to have a, an interview with someone that I was being an affiliate for. And the call was scheduled for 6.30 in the morning. And I, like it was some, something I was really nervous about. It was a really big deal. It was like a big, you know, personality in the entrepreneurial world. And so at 11 o'clock at night, I was still nervous about it. And I just thought, I'll just go to bed and like set my alarm for six and I'll be ready for the call. And I just lay down and my waters broke. <laughs> and I... And I said to Mark, oh, my God, my water's just broke. And he went, oh, my God. And I was like, no, I've got a call in the morning, Mark. It's really important. <laughs> and um, he was like, um, no, like our baby's coming. And I just went, I think I can do both. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, look, you know, they say that babies take a long time to come. So, you know, I'll probably be in labor during the call, but I could just mute myself when I have a contraction. And he was like, yeah, I guess, because neither of us knew, first baby, neither of us knew what was going to happen. So um, we ended up going to the hospital at like 3 a.m. And Mark, unbeknownst to me, sent the lady a message and said, I don't think Denise is going to be on the call. And in my mind, I was like, I can, I can still make it. And so the baby was born like half an hour before the call. <laughs> And in my mind, I was like, I wonder if the Wi-Fi is okay at at hospital. Like maybe I could just jump on the call real quick. And, you know, she's just been born. Like she's just, she's just going to sleep. But (laughs) I just say that because like she was born, I didn't magically change that, that part of me that still wanted to work and just be like a weirdo about it. But it's really good to set things up so you don't have to do those things. Because I've heard this story so many times where, you know, like you still had people still had to do things in the hospital you know straight away after having the baby they still have to do things in their business because they're not delegating they're not setting their business up to support them or sometimes you know people don't have the resources to do it so you never know you might get a little chill baby but and everything might go well but sometimes it doesn't okay so it's okay to have a lot of help here's the other mindset shift for me that like really helped me in my business too is just outsourcing as much stuff as possible at home. Now, I don't consider myself a super busy person. And a lot of that is because I'm really conscious about outsourcing things that stress me out. I have a full life for sure, but I just don't feel like I have to do everything myself. So if you have the resources, you know, you can get help at home as much as possible and you can get help in your business. You know, you're worth it. You don't have to do everything yourself and you don't have to try and save money Um, if you can find it, you know, and this includes your partner, like just because you're taking some time off doesn't mean you can't use your partner's money 
to help you out in your in your life and business. Okay, it takes a village. It takes a village. Okay, here's another lesson that I learned about uh, baby and business. I had to learn to be way more discerning with my time and get really clear on what was important to me. Now, of course, before I had kids, I, I did have a lot more time. Not saying everyone does who's child free, but like I'd just be like, yeah, may as well. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And I said yes to everything. Once I had a baby, I had way less time and I had to learn to be a better CEO. I had to force myself into that role and be way more discerning with my time, which meant just not automatically saying yes to everything. I had to start saying, maybe, let me think about it. And I also had to start saying no. Okay, I've got a lot more tips for you around this whole conversation of business and baby. But first, I'm going to take a quick break so I can have a little sip of my tea because having a baby has taught me I have to take care of my one and only body. All right, I'll see you in a sec. Hi everyone. Hey Denise. My name is Natalie Cooper. I'm a French expat residing in Dubai. I joined Money Bootcamp in April 2019 and thought I could use the lessons and support from Denise and the Facebook community of Lucky Bees to get inspired and grow my business. Uh, main haha moment for me has been know your worth. Um, as a woman, I realized that we tend to undervalue ourselves, over-deliver and be too empathic. Um, I'd say Bootcamp is for everyone. You just need to want to change and question your situation to get a different and better outcome. Hi, my name's Dr. Nikki, and I'm also known as the Female Money Doctor. Now, when I first read Get Rich Lucky Bitch, I didn't actually have this business because I believed that as a doctor, I couldn't run a business because what did I know about business? But actually, after reading her book, it really shifted my thinking into how else I could make money um, and improve um, the money coming into my life. And well, the rest is history. Four years on, I'm running my business, absolutely loving it, and I've learned so much. Okay, welcome back. And we're talking about business and babies. So oh, my next lesson is it's okay to slow down. You don't have to do everything in your life and career right at this season of life. And that's so isn't it so hard to admit that sometimes? Now, one of my friends, Nikki Elledge Brown, she has an amazing podcast called The Nap Time Empires. And it's about how to build your business in those little snippets of time between nap times and breastfeeding times. So I highly recommend if you know that this is an area that you're, you know, struggling with a little bit, go and check out the Nap Time Empires. And she's got some lots of tips there as well. But basically the message that Nikki taught me and others is that this is a season of your life, a season of your life. So just because maybe you can't travel as much as you want to, or maybe, you know, you can't do everything right now, you can absolutely, it's not forever. And there are no rules about how to raise a family anymore. There are no rules about how to run a business anymore, right? So I know people who travel all the time with their kids still. For me, I decided no, thank you. I remember going on book tour when we had two kids and it was just a freaking nightmare. So now I'm like, I'll go away by myself for a shorter period of time, but uh, it will be so much easier. So here's the thing. It's okay to slow down and just give everything its own rhythm. You know, you don't have to write all of the books of your career today, this year. Look at amazing women who had really amazing long careers like Louise Hay. She continued to tour, teach, write books well into her 80s. 
So why do you think you have to write all of your books right now? Why do you feel like you have to do that? You don't. Do you have to go to every conference in the world right now? And I know that's painful. Like when I had baby number three and I was, you know, feeding her and I was just like, for some reason it looked like all of my friends were in Paris or in the Greek islands. It seemed everyone was just going on these amazing holidays and I was just at home, you know, feeding a baby. It goes, it does go quick. It really does. I know people say it and it's just like, ugh. but there is time for you to create all the things and do all the things and go all the places. And it's okay for them, for that not to be all now. Okay. So in terms of prepping your business to be able to make money um, before you go on maternity leave, like there's a couple of tips of things that I did every time I was pregnant. So I was really lucky. I was not sick during pregnancy and I usually had quite a lot of energy in um, trimester two and three. So I was still doing speaking gigs and actually a ton. I usually did a ton of videos. So every Monday for most of my pregnancy when I was feeling okay, I would get my hair done at the hair salon. And then Monday and Tuesday, I would film as many videos as I could. Some days that was one and then I needed a nap. Some days I would get through five a day because I was batching up content for when I was taking a break. Now, you don't have to do videos. You might um, batch some podcast stuff. You might batch social media content like memes or quotes. Again, you don't have to be pregnant to do any of this stuff, but there's something about having that deadline of a pregnancy that just makes things happen. Okay, so if you have no intention to have kids, you could pretend you've got a nine-month deadline to write your book. You know, and it seems, for, even babies aside, it seems to take me nine months to write each of my books. There's something about that time frame. Okay, so batch up a lot of content, uh, which again, I still do. I'm not even pregnant. You know, I batch stuff up because it's smart to do that. Uh, I'm in my podcast studio at the moment that I hired and I'll do a million podcasts. You know, it's really easy. So create that so you don't have to be on all the time. As I said, that's smart for everyone. Have consistency in your business, even when you don't feel like it, even when life things happen. If not a baby, maybe something else in your life you've got to take care of, okay? So that's a really, really big thing. The second thing is use that uh, time and that deadline to finish off income-producing assets, especially if they can be passive income assets. So you might have a course that is almost ready to do. Great. Do it now. Finish it now. Get those things off your computer and get them ready because it'll be so great, you know, when you've got, when you don't have as much time to still be making money. That will give you confidence. It will give you financial independence. It will give you choices if you make money, even when you're in the season of life of having kids and you're tired and all that kind of stuff. So I, I was really good at creating passive income during my pregnancies and even though it can sometimes be painful pulling all the tech stuff together and it's painful from a mindset perspective because you start to psych yourself out about it or you're worried that your clients want you, they don't want a, you know, an e-course version of you. All of that stuff is irrelevant because it, you have a deadline and you're not going to have as much time and energy on the other side of it. And then you get to reap the rewards of building that business. Okay, so I started my uh, first 
like big coaching course. I started Money Bootcamp in 2012 and my first baby was born in 2014. So I could sell that boot camp as an evergreen program. I could sell it as an e-course and I didn't have to jump back in to work if I didn't want to, if that makes sense. My first uh, passive income course was a $50 course. It wasn't a big deal, but it made, first it made $1,200 a week. And then I had a manifesting course and that made about $25,000 a month. I didn't have to go back to work. You know, I didn't have to make choices about my business and about my body and about my energy. And then when things go to crap, like they do sometimes, no one sleeps or you're up with gastro for three days, then you have choices. So if you can structure your business to have more passive income, then you can have the best of both worlds. You can have the business stuff and you can have your family time and you don't have to stress about every dollar and you don't have to feel pressured to make decisions when you're not ready. And you're not ready to do it. And then you can reap the rewards of that forever. And as I said, you don't have to be a mum. You don't have to be a parent to to create this. But you can pretend that you have a deadline. Something that's really cool. Okay, so as I said, there's a time. This is a season of life. You don't have to give up your business dreams. You don't have to give up your, your dreams of doing nothing with your baby for a while. And this is, this is true. I should have said this right off the, the, the top. You know, if, if you want to adopt kids, if you want to foster kids, this is just creating space for both of those parts of your life to complement each other. And, you know, focus on those income-producing activities. Get rid of all the other stuff. This will focus you like, like nothing else. Okay, so, so to really kind of bring it all home here, a baby doesn't have to ruin your business. It doesn't have to ruin your ambition. Um you can prep your business to succeed and to not be a stress, to complement your life, to create choices and financial abundance and freedom for you and your family. And it's it's really beautiful, you know, and I'll do a future episode about how I manage everything with kids now that they're a little bit older, but it's so cool. Even my youngest, right, who's a toddler, she talks about business because she hears me say it. She's like, she's been in bookshops and I'm like, who's that? She goes, that's mom. And I go, yeah, that's mom's book. She's seen me on the cover of magazines. This is a two and a half year old, but at the time of uh, filming this, but like that's imprinted on her from such a young age that you can do it, that you can have those choices and that financial freedom and you can run your business and be creative and and create amazing things. So Please don't beat yourself up. It's a time of life where you might not be able to do everything, but those those dreams totally can coexist. And I would love to hear from you um, if you've got some thoughts around this or questions. My social media everywhere is at Denise DT. So make sure you're following me on Instagram especially and uh, reach out and let me know what you think about this. And if you want me to you know, cover any aspects of having kids and having a business. I'm not the expert, but I've got three of them now and two dogs. So um, I know some stuff. All right, gorgeous. We'll be right back after this break. 
Hi, I'm Jazz Rollinson. I'm a book coach and resilience speaker based in Brisbane, Australia. And I read Denise's book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, um, two months ago after being recommended to it by a friend. And I absolutely cannot believe the life-changing things that have happened in, in such a small space of time since reading it. I think one of the most memorable moments in the book is when Denise reminds us that it's actually okay for good things to happen to us every day. And after reading that section, I actually ran straight to my vision board and put that note on there. And no joke, within an hour, I had an invitation to be featured in one of the biggest magazines in Australia. Um, A month later, I've just had a five-figure month and the blessings just keep on coming. I absolutely can't believe it. And I am so grateful for reading this book. So thank you so much, Denise. Hi, my name's Jo Moores and I'm a yoga teacher based in Sleaford in the UK and I listened to Get Rich Lucky Bitch last summer on audio and I loved it because Denise's voice is like a, a gal pal having a chat with you over a glass of wine and what I really loved, my big breakthrough was learning that I didn't have to be working really hard to earn really good money. That was a huge breakthrough for me. So Denise, thank you so much for that. Hey, and welcome back. Thanks for joining me today. And here is my final thought for today. So you might have heard me talk about this affirmation like a zillion times, and it's I serve, I deserve, right? But I just want to share some of the background behind this and also why it's so important. You know, uh, if you're an overgiver like I am, or you feel like you feel overly responsible for other people, Sometimes you can just get in this feeling of never, it's never enough. It's never enough. But I serve, I deserve is also a really great pattern interrupter for so many things in your business. It could be if you're pricing something, you know, and you feel you feel bad about pricing. You feel like you're overcharging or you just feel like it's going to be too expensive and you can just stop and go, no, I serve, I deserve. It could be a pattern interrupter for if you are taking on responsibility for other people and not allowing yourself to have good things in return. I often say it to myself if I am with a practitioner as a client, so if I'm getting a massage or if I'm getting my hair done or whatever, because I'm so used to being a coach holding the space for other people, I sometimes then try and solve other people's problems all the time and I never have that space for me to be vulnerable, me to be the client. So I'll say that to myself. No, I serve, I deserve. Uh, Maybe sometimes on weekends you feel like you can't switch off or even when it comes to setting boundaries with your clients, if your clients are contacting you at all hours, it's like, no, I serve, I deserve. I deserve to have time off. So it really is one of those all-purpose affirmations to remind yourself of your value, remind yourself that you are a good person, you deserve good things in return. And you've got to think of it, it's, you know, the energy of money, it has to be give and take. You can't just always give, give, give and give. You have to allow yourself to receive in return. So yeah, I I just love that one. I want to make sure you've written it down somewhere where you can see it. So put it on a post-it note, put it somewhere where it's an unexpected surprise. Like you could put a post-it note on the inside of your cabinet, in your bathroom cabinet so you open up and you go oh I serve I deserve and it really does work for so many situations and I would love to hear from you if if it's a new situation that it's it's really helped you so I'm at Denise DT all over the interwebs and I always love to hear from you and how these things are helping so try that one over the next couple of days and you know go forth chill and prosper you deserve it 
Peace out from me and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.